0: Hi, I'm Chloe, and this week's case is focused on Darlie Routier. In 1996, Dallas police got a call from Darlie Routier that her and her two sons had been stabbed. She claimed to have fallen asleep on the couch while watching TV and it was awoken by her five-year-old son, Devin Routier. She told police that's when she noticed the intruder. She described him as a white male with long hair, wearing a baseball cap, t-shirt, and jeans. The intruder fled from the kitchen and through the utility room. Witnesses would later claim to see a man only ten minutes from the house after the crime happened who fit the description given by Routier. While chasing after him, she claimed to have found a bloody knife which she picked up and laid on the counter, and that's when she noticed her and her two sons were stabbed. Her husband, who was upstairs at the time of the incident, tried to save one of the boys but was unsuccessful. When police arrived on the scene, it had been only 30 minutes until they started to doubt her story. They believed she staged the break-in, murders, and her injuries just to claim her son's $5,000 life insurance policies. They charged her with capital murder and she went on trial. She was appointed an attorney by the state who had already hired forensic witnesses to speak on her behalf. But she replaced him with Douglas Mulder, a local defense attorney that had previously represented her husband and his mother in a gag hearing related to the trial. There was tons of evidence presented against her in the trial. They found a broken wine glass on the ground, which they claimed the latch on the wine holder would have had to have been opened for it to fall. There was a window screen in the utility room in the garage that had been cut. They also found a fiber on a bread knife that they said should ruler cut the screen. However, the fiber was also consistent with the fiberglass brush that was used to search for fingerprints. A pathologist gave a statement explaining how she stabbed her son, hopped her back fence, went 75 yards to place a bloody sock with both of her son's blood on it in an alley, come back, set up the scene, and then stab herself. There was also blood splatter on the back of her shirt that most believed was the result of an overhead stabbing. However, her blood was also on the back of her shirt. Mulder presented medical and psychiatric experts who said they believed she was telling the truth about the intruder and that her wounds did not appear self-inflicted. They found a bloody fingerprint on a coffee table that did not match anyone in the house and also another print on the utility room that did not belong to Darley or her sons. But Mulder presented no forensic testimony against the state's claims. While there was tons of evidence that seemed to possibly convict her, one of the deciding factors for many of the jury was a clip of Rutier spraying silly string on her son's grave for his birthday, only days after they were buried. However, the jurors were only shown part of the clip. The rest of it was a prayer ceremony for the boys. After watching the rest of the video, one juror claimed that he would not have convicted her if he would have seen the whole thing. She was found guilty in 1997 and sentenced to the death penalty. She appealed the case and as of 2008, they are granting a renewed DNA testing.